exactly. But I, you know, I try not to over talk anybody. I try not to cut nobody off because that's kind of, you know, that's kind of not the point of the show and the platform. Yeah, you know, yeah, I understand. Yeah, you uh, you actually like uh, my first one that I'm actually on, first ever podcast I'm on. Oh, for real? Yeah, for real. I hit up so many people, but like they reached back, but actually uh, just like tested uh, positive for COVID. So yeah, I was about to ask you how how you doing with that. Lost my taste and smell, but now I'm feeling good, bro. But I just lost my taste and smell, and it, it sucks. really sucks like i'm i can't enjoy food anymore it's like i have no excitement in eating anymore it's just it's overall terrible okay so um the uh before we get into that man um welcome back everybody uh i got a, a new guest here today on the i can't make this up podcast and um he's got an interesting story to tell uh his most newest venture was uh catching catching the vid yeah, catching <laughs> <Something>. the Rona. <laughs> catching the catching bed, Rona. Yeah. Uh, I want you to give it up for the host uh, of his brand new podcast that he just started and something that he's, you know, looking to grow, the Ghetto Podcast. Yeah. Give it up for Caesar, everybody. <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Yeah, thanks for having me on here. So uh, it started off like two weeks ago where I went to Wildwood, uh, New Jersey. Okay. You know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. there before. Yeah. I uh, didn't have the best experience, but the beach was nice. Like, it was very nice. Like, the boardwalk and everything. Mm. It's just like some of the people there weren't the best. <laughs> were a little uh, different. But other than that, it was like I stayed there for maybe four or five days down there because I'm not really like around like the, that area. I'm more okay. towards uh, north jersey mm-hmm. and stay there i'm having a blast stay at this like pretty like decent motel if you would like to stay okay and once it was that friday we were leaving and i started i didn't feel good at all like i had like a pounding headache like the whole day since i woke up and i probably got maybe like four hours of sleep only and i once i got home i just needed to like relax lay down and once it was the like Saturday, the next day, mm-hmm. um, what's it called? Uh, my brother uh, got tested and he tested positive mm-hmm. for it. And I was like, damn it. I, ca- I can't even see like my girlfriend or anything. Like just can't see anybody. And it's been like this for two weeks straight. And I had a quarantine for maybe 10 days and it ended yesterday. Okay. But then I got tested recently and it came back positive for me. That Friday that you hit me up. Okay. That's when I got tested. And I had to text everybody. I had I was having somebody come on my podcast like earlier. Uh-huh. I had to cancel that. And then I had to cancel going on here that Friday because of it. Mm-hmm. So and the person that was supposed to come on my podcast just basically ghosted me now. And <laughs> like, I haven't heard from him. I've been texting him like, yo, you trying to come on the podcast tomorrow? Like, uh, yo, what's up? And just leaves me on like opened and everything. So you really annoying. Okay. And I've been like this. Yeah. All right. So I, I, I got a couple questions. Uh, I'm assuming yeah. that this was a family trip that you went to while I was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So did, did everyone end up catching it? Uh, just no. Nah. Select- just me, my brother, and my dad. Okay. Okay. That's it. So yeah. Uh that sucks. Um it's terrible. Um, yeah, every everyone dealt with it. Um well yeah. everyone who's contracted it has dealt with yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I got people who had it, some of them were asymptomatic, uh, some Not of them really. weren't, some of some people felt like they were gonna die. So oh. it's it's a scary experience and because it's so new and so fresh and 
you know, it's you, you don't know how it's going to react because everyone's immune system is different. Oh, yeah. Completely different. So you can't just say, oh, you'll be fine because you don't know. Oh, yeah. You really don't know because yeah. I didn't have it as bad as uh, what's called my dad. Mm-hmm. He had it like pretty bad and I didn't have it as bad at all. All I did was the first couple of days, like I was quarantined, like the first like week, mm-hmm. still had my taste and everything. I, I felt normal. I just had like a dry cough. And maybe like a stuffy nose came Tuesday that Tuesday I lost like my nose was like burning really badly and it felt like I needed to throw up I was tasting throw up in my mouth mm-hmm. the next day I wake up can't smell anything can't taste anything and it was just terrible because I was like damn like I don't know how I smell or anything like <laughs> do I smell like shit or do I smell good like I don't know and like I'm just having like hella soda and everything and I just can't taste anything. It's just bubbles in my mouth. It's weird, but it's crazy. It sucks. Like, like you got to eat, but you can't enjoy it. Like that would make me yeah. drink liquids or something. Like I would, I would waste, like if I went to like Papa John's or something and I couldn't taste it, oh, yeah, yeah. I would be so mad. I would be satisfied, but I can't enjoy it. You know? Yeah, because I actually ordered out a couple of times when I had no taste or no smell. I had I ordered Applebee's and Wingstop <laughs> actually, <laughs> and you know, like I love those places, and I couldn't enjoy it. It was just bland, just nothing. Just it's like I'm eating air. It's okay. Really, yeah, it's not. It's not the best thing. <laughs> so it's you, not fun at all. You from New Jersey originally? Yeah, originally born and raised born and raised what's it like coming up in jersey man well where i'm from it's it's not the best honestly because like (laughs) (laughs) well where i actually know where i used to live isn't the best but i moved out Mm. because where i used to live was not like the best it was like i'm not gonna call it the hood okay just it was like lower income families instead of the middle class families now i'm like in the middle class now it's and then back then it was like the lower class and everything like that it was it was very like violent some days and it was just very dirty and i didn't enjoy it okay has has anyone ever uh tried to uh call you daniel caruso uh no not at all <laughs> i'll be honest <laughs> no i'll be honest i don't even know who that is okay uh, how old are you caesar 17 you're 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how, how old do you think I was? 18? I, I was going to say 18, 19, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty tall. That's all I can say. I'm like 6'3". Oh, for real? Yeah, 6'3", okay. but like all skinny. Right. So <laughs> that means that you were born in like 2004, 2003, yeah. something like that, right? Oh, four. Okay. So have you ever heard of the Cobra Kai series? Yes, I have. Okay. You know that's based off a movie, right? I know. Yeah. All right. So the main star of the Karate Kid, the character's name is Daniel Caruso. He's from Jersey. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So you know he he uh you know say uh yeah. you know say uh kind of look kind of favors you a little bit. Yeah, so, favors me. <laughs> yeah. I think I so like maybe it. if it was somebody older, you know, that said it and threw you off, I'm pretty sure they would have told you. But you said you never heard of it. Yeah, I'm pretty young, if you would like to say. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. but I mean, from what I've ascertained so far, you seem pretty ambitious. You know, listening to a couple episodes of your podcast, I see that you you motivated and you got a little, you know, a little direction on where you want to go. Yeah, I usually like, like my motivation that I get is that I've seen so many like motivational speakers and everything and motivational people. And they always say, no matter what, you only live one life. So live it to its fullest and nobody's ever making it out alive. So I do whatever I want. Not whatever I want to do, but I push myself to the fullest to make sure that I could be the best or like be successful or something like that or grow the podcast. So like most people could hear around the world. That's like my goal. And that's how I stay motivated every time. I'm always like saying like, I'm going to do this today, this today, and I make sure I do it that day i don't try to procrastinate anything i always have that motivation or try to have the motivation to always push myself to be better and always do better to make okay. sure the podcast is the best you still in school or you just got out uh i'm a senior going to be a senior 
Okay. That's dope. You uh yeah. you um been doing the virtual thing this whole time? Uh actually no. Nah. I've done it maybe fall to winter, but then came April, late April. Mm-hmm. We did uh so we had these two separate things, AM and PM. It went by like your last name and the I think it was like A to like N was am and then m to z is a pm and i was the pm so i slept in till like 9 30 because class started at like 11 30 mm-hmm. so it's like 11 30 to 2 20 so i had it easy so i did that and came may we combined together and we just had full days Wow, so they they basically did split shifts with the school to yeah. keep the numbers down, and then they decided to combine a month later. Yeah, because they saw it was like getting a little better, because mm-hmm. like with the vaccine and everything. And then came the summertime, and now I'm here. Just okay, started a, literally started a podcast in in March this year, 2021. Like, That's dope. I was yeah. going to ask, uh, what was one of the motivational speakers that stuck out to you? Uh, do you know Gary V? I heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be watching him. Like what he does, like entrepreneurship and all that. He really like motivated me. That's what I like. That's what I like look up to. Okay. That's dope. I think that not enough people actually do that. You know, they they can hear something, but they don't pay attention to what's being said. I always say it's the difference between talking to somebody and talking at somebody you know? yeah so as a youth i think that you feel like your parents are talking at you when they don't hear where you're coming from you oh know? yeah for sure yeah. especially if you know you feel like you're being uh misheard or they don't care because they're angry or they're just trying to get their point across but when you're talking to somebody there's an exchange of ideas and information and yeah. understanding you know so yeah I understand. so with people these days, I think that there's not enough, you know, comprehension between one another, which leads to people revolting or people getting upset or people just walking away with yeah, a misunderstanding of a situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand what you mean. Because also another like motivation thing is that like people in your school actually like hate on you if you do something that you actually want to do when you're older. Like people hate on you. Mm-hmm. And that just motivates me to like do it more and more and more. And make sure like actually grow it and make it like successful to prove everybody wrong that's what i'm like another like on my goal is big motivation that's like one of the big ones that i've always been going off can i give you some advice yeah you can you should you shouldn't look at it as you growing to prove someone wrong because at the end of the day honestly the only growth that matters is between yourself yeah. And the people that follow you, the people that support you. So anyone yeah. that, you know, that looks down to you or talks down to you, it's either envy or ignorance. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, oh, look at you trying and doing something and making your dreams come true. Like, you know, fuck you or whatever. Like, nah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, nah, yeah. you can't you can't focus on that because I- you could use that as inspiration uh opposed to motivation because mm. when you when you use it for inspiration you know what i mean that means that okay i see that someone's watching me i'm getting to this person or this type of audience you know what i'm saying when you use it as motivation if they if they change they're no longer motivating you you know what i'm saying yeah i understand yeah yeah yeah, that's really good advice because I've, I don't know, I just never had like somebody to really like, give that like type of advice. <laughs> never. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, what was, what's your like, what's your backstory about like starting your podcast? Oh, man. Um, well, I, I've said this on the show before and I'm pretty sure people already know if they actually uh, listening to me, but I, I used to watch. I used to watch this show. It was a podcast on YouTube called Righteous and Ratchet. And it was funny as hell. Two of my (laughs) favorite comedians. You know, uh, for me, like it was a show for them. But for me, I just saw two friends having a conversation about things that were going on in the news or 
movies they watched or, you know, experiences they had in life. And it yeah. didn't look like work. And I said, mm-hmm. I want that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, yeah. I want I want to be able to grow my show while having a conversation with somebody that's, you know, what I'm saying not just funny and entertaining, but also informative. You know what I mean? I didn't yeah. I didn't want to do like the talking about like Kanye West and all his troubles <laughs> or, you know, politics yeah. or nothing like that. Like, oh, you know, let TMZ have that. Let uh, <laughs> the Shade Room have all that. Let Worldstar have all that. Let's let's have a real conversation yeah. about some real life stuff that's going to help somebody at the end yeah. of the day. And if I tell you a story about, you know, how I got drugged by a girl in, in between that, then, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's entertainment as well, you know. Yeah, that actually true though? Oh, yeah. Oh, you actually did? Yeah, man. You you gotta you gotta listen to my story. I will. I will. Yeah, I will. I, um, that definitely that sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I also tell stories because I was listening. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but I was listening to your recent one. I think uh, I think his name was John Quinn. I think James Quinn. James Quinn. John mm-hmm. Quinn. Yeah, I was listening to that one and on your YouTube as well. Listening to both. It's pretty interesting what like he had to say and what he was talking about. How he grew up in like Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's um, I, my goal is to, um, you know, reach as many people, anyone who's interested in coming on my show, and to talk about, you know, not just what you see on the surface, but you know, behind the scenes. You know, like uh, I had a couple offers on here. Uh, he was one of the first actors I had on here. Um, you know, I had a video vixen that primarily pro- post you know, like her twerking videos, right? But she was also a print model. She was also a uh, music artist, you know, saying uh, she worked a couple different jobs. She she does all her music, like her video editing, things like that. Nah, I respect her. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I wanted to have her on the show. And, you know, after that, she, she said, you know, you know, I appreciate you coming on and, you know, let me tell my story because people hit you up and either they trying to holler at you or they yeah. trying to, you know, work you on some shady business shit. And I'm like, nah, that's not who I am. Yeah. That's like a big respect to her for doing all that and still like pushing out like content and everything. Like that's must be hard, especially with a couple jobs as well. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I mean, she got a team and I, I can't really say it's a team. She got her, her friends and her family that you like know, helping her. Yeah, that that does that uh, probably do like some managing and stuff like that. But as yeah. far as like the tedious stuff when it comes to social media, she handles that on her own. She's yeah, she's still doing like most of the part. Like her friends and family are doing like a little bit, but she's doing most of it still. Still yeah. tiring, but yeah, gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. So yeah. you know, it'd be nice if I could, you know one day interview eddie murphy or something like that or, remember, yeah. you know what i'm saying someone who's got a blue check in their name and you know eventually i'll get there but yeah. at, at the same time i i also want to you know bring on people who who isn't big in the social media but they have something important like a, a good book about financial literacy or yeah. you know what i'm saying they got a uh they got an interesting story in how they started their business like i brought on a guy who literally started his business at the beginning of the quarantine oh and, you know what i'm saying he's been yeah, thriving ever since you know what i mean i get for him honestly yeah yeah with like my like people that i'm trying to like work up towards is like i don't know if you heard of twitch yeah yeah, yeah i'd be i'd be trying to get like uh, like social media people like instagram models youtubers and twitch people that's like where i'm trying to like get on like my podcast that's the people that i'm targeting because that's okay. how i feel like how i could relate to those people more than like people that are from like <laughs> the 90s or some shit <laughs> like, <laughs> i can't really relate to them even though i like their fucking music i like the 90s music but yeah. i can't relate to some of those people because i wasn't born of course, you talking about something that was uh that came out like almost a decade before you were born. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's good to study up on it. You know what I mean? So because yeah. like as you grow, your tastes mature. So oh, I know that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Very. So like for me, I didn't have a fondness for the old school when I was a kid, but as I got older, you know what I'm saying, it started it started meshing well more with my personality. 
You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. all rap and all R&B as a child. But now, you know, I might be listening to some Billy Idol. Or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, some, I know what you're saying. Some, like some old uh, uh, Tears for Fears or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I switch it up. You know, my playlist is, yeah. is very, is, is very versatile when it comes to music selection and stuff like that. Yeah, I can understand because my music tastes change like dramatically. Like I used to always like like the rap and everything and hip hop. Mm-hmm. Now I fell back on that like rap and hip hop, like not phase, but like stage. And I've been listening to like eighties, like nineties hip hop. I for some reason I just fell in love with that. I just love it ever since I like got introduced to that music. Okay, who do you like from the eighties? Um. Slick Rick, you know who that is? Yeah, I know who Slick Rick is. Oh, Slick Rick, the love him. Yeah, love him. Children's Story, Mona Lisa. I love all those. Um, Salt and Pepper. Okay, that's late eighties. Yeah, late eighties, and I'm more nineties than eighties. So like, uh, like Wu Tang, Outkast, Wu Tang. Okay, love Wu Tang. One of my favorite. Cream. One of my fa- hands down favorite song ever. Cream. Okay. Love that song. Cash rules everything around. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Snow, sung Informer. Yeah. You know, like him. I got a whole playlist of it on Spotify. Just 90s playlist, all of it. Okay. Crisscross. So uh, have you ever thought about, like, creating playlists for the, uh, the, the streamers? Something that they might listen to or, like, even uh, creating, like, a, a video... Um, out of their like their Twitch streams and putting your music to it, something like that. No, I've actually never thought about that. Like, think about it, I've never actually thought about that. It's a good idea, but I've never thought about it. I don't know why. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I used to not really edit it, but I used to just play music over certain videos back in the day, like um, old God of War videos and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, so just for like my own personal use, and I would post it like on Facebook or whatever. So, you know, <clears throat> with this day and age, it's easy to grab a video and, you know, make sure you tag, you know, the person who made the video. Yeah. And, and then, you know what I'm saying, use that as I don't want to say an attention grabber, but a way to, you know, saying let them know, hey man, I'm a fan. If you like the video, we should talk about collaboration. Yeah, for getting you on the show, you know, and then don't be afraid to just, you know, hit them up on social media, not just Twitch, but you know, Twitter, Instagram, because yeah, that's what I've been doing as well. Like hit like all like social media like influencers on all platforms, like even TikTok, maybe Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. like, and then like obviously like twitch and then like youtube i I can't really hit anybody up on youtube but yeah i mean if they if they check their comments you know and and yeah you know it's easier to get in contact with them via dm but you know yeah um, damn yeah i had a guy hit me up off of one of my old videos Uh, he made a comment said hey man i'd love to be on your show and now i got him coming on the show on wednesday you know oh that's what's up what did he do you know what he does um, I, I want to say that he's a comedian, but uh, I would have to go back and look again because, like, I literally have the next two weeks schedule with interviews. So, are you booked every day? Just about. Like, uh, I try to I try to space it out every other day, but sometimes, um, you know, depending on the way I got things going up, you know, I try to schedule them, you know, between a certain time throughout the week and on the weekends. Try to. You know, do one on one day instead of you know burning myself all back to back because yeah. some conversations go longer than the other, and I would hate to feel yeah, like I'm that. rushing somebody off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the worst, probably the worst feeling for you, like as a host, to like do that to somebody, just rush them off. Yeah, yeah. you know, but um, I, I can't do that because not only would I be cheating myself, but I'd be cheating the audience. You know what I mean? So yeah, when I that's set a the time. I said it specifically, you know, saying for that, so nothing interferes with it, you know, and it's it's difficult. Like if you're like myself, I'm doing everything by myself. So everything you see posted, everything you see edited. Oh, you are? Yeah. So respect. it's all me. You know what I mean? Yeah, respect to that, honestly. It's hard work. So, you know, uh, one piece of advice I can give to you is, you know, be consistent. And that's what I've been doing. You know, get, get as many 
tools you have on your belt to help you with this, like especially when it comes to like dropping interviews and everything like that. You know, you can put all that stuff on the schedule pre, you know, pre uh, upload it. Yeah. So when you want to get a release on yeah. with all platforms or whatever, when it comes to post too, um, I think the system's called automation. And then that way you can have it set up for two weeks and you ain't got to worry about posting anything unless you like do like a picture or a quick video or whatever, like on IG or Twitter or whatever. And then you could do all the interviews you want without having to worry about posting it later. Mm, yeah, uh, that's good. I'm gonna do that because I've been consistent actually. Like I've been doing, I've been trying to do uh, one episode every week. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that since March, one episode every week. But came to like now, it's been a little harder right now. But I'm still, I've been still like grinding to still make sure I'm doing that one episode a week thing. So because okay. I don't, I don't want to do one episode a week. And then slack off for like a month and then go up. Like, I don't want to do that. It's it's not me. I'm always try to stay consistent. Okay. Whatever I do. Yeah. So um what gave you the idea to start your podcast? Um like I've always been wanting to do like something like like social media wise. I was thinking about YouTube or Twitch or maybe a podcast. And I've already done YouTube and twitch but i lost like so much motivation i don't know why i was just like back then like two years ago i was always thinking about the viewers i was always looking what my viewer count was and everything and it really fucked with my mind and it just like degraded me and i just lost so much motivation of doing it and i just completely stopped so then i thought i was just looking at um like spotify and all these like things and youtube and I've actually seen some podcasts that I was like listening to and I was like, hmm, this would actually be a good idea if I were to start a podcast because I like talking because I used to be very antisocial. Now I'm more on the social side mm-hmm. and I just want to talk. <clears throat> Sorry. I just want to talk and I just want to like tell people stories that happen in my, my life and just share it to people around the world. That's how I wanted to start in. I started it, took action. Instead of uh, just doing talk and talk and talk, and I just took action and made a podcast. <laughs> what were you uh, posting on uh, YouTube at first? So I used to do uh, Fortnite content. Okay, <laughs> sounds, sounds pretty cringy, but I used to do like Fortnite Fortnite montages, mm-hmm. and I used to like get like clips and everything because I was pretty decent at the game. Tried making it into the competitive scene of that game, didn't work out, and. Yeah, I just made montages and just posted it. And I've gotten to like only like 100 subscribers. And then I just quit the game so I couldn't make any more montages. And I just lost motivation off of YouTube and quit that channel. I don't okay. know why. Yeah. So, as a person that went from 23 subscribers in his first couple of months to a little over 2K. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, you know, is you know, it, it felt like it felt like I wasn't getting anywhere because in the beginning I was like, no one wants to hear me have a conversation with anybody. Yeah. But then I started seeing support, like through comments, through likes and through shares, and through people telling me, um, hey man, when your merch coming out, or hey man, uh, I heard your last interview was dope. You need you need to work on your sound. But other than that, I like what you're talking about. So yeah, that gave me motivation to keep dropping regardless to what the view count is, because, you know, um, you can be strong on one thing. You can't be strong on every platform that you want. You know what I mean? I yeah, so I you, mean. you can you know, I know people who have like like a million followers on Facebook. Right. Yeah. They <laughs> might have twenty three hundred on Instagram. I've noticed that actually. You know, so yeah. it, it it it's going to work on whatever platform works best for you. But you shouldn't only uh you know what I'm saying constrict yourself to just one platform because you never know who might catch it on what. You know what I mean? So yeah, I know what you mean. Don't um don't don't ever let view count get you down, man. Because you never know what might come from it. You know, and because the right person might might find your profile and be like, hey. I got 
700,000 people. I just shared your thing, you know. Yeah, that's life changing. Yeah. Awesome. So, and then, you know, another thing you could do is, um, you know, hop on someone's live stream with them, you know, whether it be IG or, you know, uh, Twitch or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, because that's yeah. a way of also getting people to know you outside of that. So you should look for people on IG. I know you say you just started the account, but, yeah. you know, someone you might be a fan of or someone you might find just as entertaining as, you know, the next person. Get on their live, have a conversation with them and then let, you know, let their followers see who you are. Plug yourself at the same time because you never know what opportunity might come from. it. Yeah, you just. It's all about like patience as well with like the thing, but I've been uh, I'm gonna start doing that, just going on the lives and everything. People that I look up to almost and trying to get on there and trying to almost get their attention in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm gonna try to do. Honestly. Yeah. Don't don't ever feel um, slighted when someone uh, leaves you on red because you know I'm used plenty, to that. Yeah, it's plenty of people that I've scheduled interviews with. Or meetings with that you know flaked on me and never responded and i don't i don't hold it personally because it happens so many times not that i'm saying i'm numb to it but i know it happens you yeah. know what i mean so it's just like all right cool whatever maybe they'll hit me up in the future maybe not but i got to keep going i can't sit there stuck because stuck on that such person. and such never hit me back you know what i mean yeah i know you just yeah you just can't like let that like bring you down and you just can't get frustrated off of that because if you just stick on that one person and you're always trying to hit them up and they never respond, you're just wasting your own time that you could be putting into more episodes or like bettering your content or stuff. Most definitely. Most yeah. Definitely. So um, you got to uh, you got to give me a story. Got to give me a story. <sighs> I know that you you got one sitting in the back of your mind that you uh, you feel as though people would, would uh, find uh, interested in here. All right. Uh, is there like any like age restriction or like is there words I can't say? No, no, no. You good? I right, just making sure I don't want to like say anything. Mm. Um, no, let me think. Oh, fuck. Uh, when I uh, the first time I ever uh, stole something. Mm-hmm. You want to hear about that? <laughs> you want to hear about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So. This was back when I was in eighth grade. It's the summer and going into freshman year of high school. Okay. And I would say, like, I was hanging out with these people that, like, not influenced me, but, like, they used to, like, steal a lot of shit from Five Below. Okay. And, yeah, because it was, like, a couple blocks away from where I lived, Five Below. And they used to always steal like the big patches of like candy of like sour patch and everything. Mm. And they go like, why don't you uh, try to see like steal something? It's really easy. Just have a backpack on, mm-hmm. put it in your bag or no to hold it, go into the back. Like, where, cause that's where the bathroom was in the five below. You had to go in the back. Like you're going to the storage area. Uh-huh. But right when you open that door to the right is the bathroom. So you have the candy in your hand. And once you get in that bathroom, you lock that door. And you put the candy in your bag, you shut your bag, and you just walk out like you never had anything in your hand. Like you left the candy in the bathroom, and you just walk out. So they taught me how to do that. And I was very nervous and scared for the first ever time. <laughs> I was like shaking. I was like asking so many questions. They're like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, just be calm. Like, stop making it so weird. And did that. And so it came the next day. I was like kind of hungry i, I want to steal some shit <laughs> and it was like crazy because i was like very like nervous walking in because i had a little uh drawstring bag and it didn't really say anything too much so i go in and i'm walking straight and i make a left and that's where all the candy was and i took i started off at like the little candy like um maybe there's like rectangle boxes of like sour patch and like the snow caps Okay. Like mad fire. I love this. And I held them in my hand. I had the drawstring bag on my back. And I walked to the back, acting like I'm just looking around the store. And they never had like um any like employees walking around to like mm-hmm. like walk around like with for the storage and everything. So that was like a bonus on my end. 
So I walk to the back. I go in. I make that right, right to the bathroom. And I lock the door. And I just take a deep breath. I'm like, all right. Hopefully, no, hopefully nobody saw me. Hopefully they're not checking the cameras, like thinking I'm like, like stealing or anything. I put it in, uh, like the bag, the main compartment, because I had like a little zipper in the front, and then like the big, like main compartment. So I stuffed it all in there because I had like a speaker, my wallet, and everything. I was like, I don't, don't want to pay for this shit. So <laughs> I put it all in my bag. I walk out like nothing happened at all. Just walked out casually. And I just say, like, did you say, have a nice day when you leave the store? I was like, ha, <laughs> have a nice day as well. Bye. I walk out. I make the left. And I go in. And usually, like, we go to, like, the back because there was Models next to it. So I went into the back of Models. That's where, like, the hangout spot was. And we, I go back there. I meet up with my friends. And I say, look who got the fucking candy, bitches. And I showed up. <laughs> summer patch in the snow caps and i just get them like give me some give me some i go like what the fuck no it's all mine i did all the work <laughs> so I, mean, I gave them a couple but that's and i kept on doing that doing that and i'd say i probably stole over 150 dollars worth of shit from there <laughs> yeah. in a span of like a month and i and then after that month like once it came like freshman year I actually went into that five below, maybe that October, that October of uh, freshman year, because mm-hmm. I was going with my mom to like uh, get something and like some candy and like drinks. And actually, they installed like you know how like you walk in and they have like that little TV thing. Yeah. Yeah, they actually installed that like after um, like I stole because I think um, they knew that I stole after like I was done with it. Yeah. Because they noticed, I think. That's what I think that they noticed, and that's why they installed that um, TV like camera thingy. And ever since I like they installed that, I stopped. Like I literally never went in that store again. <laughs> I was I was kind of scared. I was like, oh, "Do they know me? Do they know me?" It was like, they see me walk in, are they gonna call the cops or anything? So I never really took the chance. Yeah, once you once you get <clears throat> nervous, once you lose yeah. your your grit. Or your edge when it comes to that, it's best to walk away because you always gonna you gonna trip yourself up second guessing, and then you gonna yeah. make yourself look obvious. Yeah, I just never like made sure I made myself look obvious because after like a couple times, it just felt so natural that I just was like acting so calm and like just acting like I just didn't find anything that I wanted to buy there. Mm-hmm. In reality, I was just stealing shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like they never knew. Not, not that I condone stealing. I want to make this be clear. I don't but either. <laughs> if you want to make yourself not obvious, you got to steal what you want and purchase something as uh, kind of like misdirection. You know, like if you're going to, um, you know, get a bunch of candy, buy a bottle of water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so something like that. Not that I... Not that I'm endorsing this. (laughs) If you're going to do something, do it right. (laughs) Yeah, because I never really stole any drinks there, actually. Because it was like in the front of the store. So if they saw me getting a drink or anything, and and if an employee sees me, they're going to be like, didn't you just have a water? And I never seen you put it back. So you're obviously stealing. And that's why I never stole any drinks. I only stole it maybe once. (laughs) But it was too risky for me. I was like, nah, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm not doing that again. Man, I remember years ago, I want to say I was like 18 and 19, and I was out with a couple of my friends, and we was at some restaurant, probably was like Bennigan's or something, something that don't exist anymore, (laughs) and I literally was trying to get a uh, a waitress or whatever to come over so I could pay my bill for like 30, 35 minutes, so I was like... Man, I think they forgot about us. So my buddy was like, oh, yeah, I'll be back. And he was gone for like <laughs> 10 minutes. And I was like, uh, what the fuck? I was like, where the fuck did he go? Yeah. So my other friend, he left. He was like, I'll be back. So me not thinking, I'm like, they just left. They ain't coming back. And we all cut. We we all caught the bus up there, so it was just like it's not like they waiting on me at the car or anything. Oh yeah. So I ended up leaving. So when I ended up leaving, the guy was like, "Hey, you pay your bill?" I was like, "Yeah, I left the money on the table." 
I was like, well, I forgot the chick's name. I was like, Stephanie got it. So he turned Stephanie around. Got it. And when he turned around, I dipped. I was like, man, I'm out. You gone, bro. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> hey, get the dash. I outside. They was nowhere to be found. They left me. I ran. You know what I'm saying? I just was like, damn. damn. But when you do stuff like that, I mean, like you, you know, you don't even feel safe going back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you really don't because you don't know if like they recognize you you don't know if they told like the whole like staff or employees that you're the one that stole something so i just never felt safe to go back there no. until you had to wear a mask <laughs> that's what that's when the time came i'm like yeah you can't really recognize me girl my hair have the mask on can't really got taller can't really recognize me even though i was always the tall kid so you could really uh <laughs> notice me oh, okay you ever like play was... any uh play any sports soccer Sorry. Okay. Everybody says play basketball, play basketball. I'm like, not the best at it. I'm not that good. So I've always played soccer ever since I was five. Okay. Yeah, crazy. And then I started playing little little tournaments, like when I got into high school, like freshman mm-hmm. and sophomore. Started playing little tournaments. Came junior year, quit. I was just like. The coach of the high school team wasn't really the best, mm-hmm. and I didn't really like him, so I'm quitting. I don't want to do this. It felt like I was playing track just with a soccer ball, though, of how much conditioning I was doing. I was like, yeah. fuck that. I, I was going to say, you got to be a a vicious runner by now playing soccer, because that's basically what you're doing. Yeah, I'm surprisingly pretty fast, actually. I'm not trying to like brag or anything, but <laughs> pretty fast, because I just have the, the long legs. Long legs, spread them out, and that uh, sounds a little weird, but yeah. Just <laughs> pause. Yeah, pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really like that. I don't really like that. I'm taking Okay, taking. okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, the Ghetto Podcast, right? What, what, yeah. uh, what made you name that? Well, I feel like where I grew up when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was just like, hmm, let me let me think of a name. I'm not going to do like Caesar podcast or something like that. This kind of sounds lame. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm, I'm just thinking it's like two, two o'clock in the morning. I'm just laying in my bed, have my AirPods in and I'm just listening to some music. It's like some chill laid back music. And I'm just listening and I came to my mind. I'm like, ghetto and then podcast because I always wanted to have like podcast in the name but i didn't know what the first like word would be mm-hmm. so i just looked back when i was younger i was like what if i named it ghetto podcast so i wrote that in my notes and when i woke up the next day i was like let me make everything like like let me make um like anchor you ever heard of anchor yeah yeah went on that made an account said i set everything up made the ghetto podcast had um made a what's it called a profile picture and everything set it up Got on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everything, and that's how, where I am now. And that's how I got the name Ghetto Podcast. And uh, personally, I like it. It's not too long. It's not too short. Just flows. Ghetto Podcast. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I was uh, I was just curious because you know, um, I think it was like the first time, besides like uh. Uh, Willie D and, and Scarface's uh, podcast. They just started. This is called the uh, the Ghetto Boys uh, podcast, I believe. But um, you know, what I'm saying it stuck out to me once I once I looked you up. I was like, okay, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's very different. All I see is like people include their real like it's from my real name, but they always include their names into the like the title. I'm just like, nah, I just want to be different. I'm just gonna do Ghetto podcast. And yeah, it's not that hard to find me, surprisingly. I thought it would be hard. Like when you go on YouTube or shit, it's pretty hard to find you if you have like a saturated name or like a very common name. Yeah. But with this, like on uh like Spotify and everything, you just search up ghetto podcast, I'm right there. On Apple Podcasts and everything. Just yeah. Ghetto Podcast, I'm there. It's like the first one to pop up or the first one, first or second. I don't know which one, but it pops up pretty quick. That's okay. what I yeah. Yeah, um, my the name of my podcast um actually just came from you know my life stories and you know everything that i've been through because like people used to you know hear 
stuff that happened to me after I told him about it. And they yeah. like, man, you need to you need to have your own TV show. You need to be on radio or something <laughs> like that. And I would literally say, I can't make this up. And people would be like, man, if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have believed it. Like with all the stuff that that happened to me, like um, yeah, uh, freaking um, this guy had uh, so I had went to uh this bar with uh, yeah, really? with uh three of my friends and my nephew, yeah. right? And it was like a random Sunday afternoon. We had nothing to do. And we like taking up one whole side of the bar. And <laughs> I sit beside this guy. On the other side of him is these two girls, right? I'm hearing yeah. a conversation. They going back and forth talking about one of them was in, uh, came in from out of town, I think from like Georgia or something for the weekend. Sure. And, you know, they was looking for something to do. So I'm ear hustling at the same time like having a conversation with the bartender, right? Yeah. This female bartender comes from around the other side and I noticed that she's pregnant. And I was like, wow. Oh. I didn't think that she would feel comfortable working yeah. at the bar while, you know what I'm saying? Her stomach was sticking out. She had to be at least seven or eight months. Oh, you know, almost giving so birth. So she's on the other end. She's taking care of uh, my buddies or whatever. My nephew sitting beside me. Yeah, and the guy that's sit, sitting beside me, he start asking me what I'm drinking. We having you know regular conversation. Then he gets to going on about some drink that he made up while he was there, like uh -huh. you know, what I'm saying like I guess something like something yeah. like put together some little concoction or whatever. So I was like, yeah. okay, sounds interesting. He's like, yeah, man, you should try it. I said, okay, I might try it after <laughs> you know get my henny or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So he orders his drink. He takes a sip. He said, damn, it's good. Here, you should try it. He takes his straw out of his drink and he puts his glass up to the side of my face. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm looking at him at the corner of my eye. I'm like, I know he sees my face. And then I, on my other eye, I'm looking at the bartender. The bartender <laughs> stopped. He was like cleaning the cup. And he was like this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, nah, I'm good, man. So he was like, OK. <laughs> so he turned around and, and went back to drinking his drink or whatever. And uh the bartender comes over to me and he's like hey man you know i was gonna talk about you for 40 years if you took a sip of his drink right i'm like no i wasn't gonna take a <laughs> sip of his drink yeah fuck that so i turn around I'm, I'm i'm looking at the people that with me i'm like what y'all doing he's like what you talking about i was like man you didn't see him try to rape my face with that glass he's <laughs> like He's like, what you talking about he's like i thought you knew him i said no this just happens to me i don't know these people them have that look <laughs> yeah so he so he leaves and i started i started a conversation with the girls that were sitting on the other side of him i ended up exchanging numbers with one of them and I, go all, I go outside after that at the time i was smoking cigarettes i went to go have a cigarette right yeah i go out there a buddy of mine joins me and then the pregnant bartender comes out there and she asks for a light i'm like you pregnant i'm like huh so I turn, I turn my back. I said, I ain't got one. Somebody else hands her a lighter. She sparks up a cigarette. I put oh. my cigarette out. I leave. I go back in the bar. Yeah. I go back in the bar and um, my nephew and my other two friends, they done moved to the other side of the bar. They got a table, two tables full of girls. So we oh. go over there and we start mingling with them. I, and then the DJ comes on, he starts playing music, and then the guy that tried to offer me the drink, he comes back in the club. I mean, not in the club, in the restaurant, right? Yeah. This time he has on a whole new outfit, shades <laughs> on, leather jacket, and he's looking yeah. around like he's looking for somebody. And I'm like <laughs> scooching down in the seat. I'm like, is he looking for me? Like, what's what's going on? Let's go with this guy. So I was like, hey man, I'm about to pay my bill and we about to leave. He was like, What? I say, look. The dude is back. It's time to go. So I ended up paying my bill and leaving and, and avoiding that guy. And as I'm walking to my car, yeah, the guy is like, he pops up out of nowhere. He was like, hey, what's going on? You leaving? I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, my house is on fire. <laughs> oh, I said something, <laughs> something stupid like that. And he was asking me 
No, what did he say? He was like, um, all right, man. Um, he was like, uh, have a happy Thanksgiving, right? I was and around I Thanksgiving. walked off and I, I was like, it's January. Like, <laughs> what is he talking about? Yeah, yeah what the fuck? <laughs> so I just was like, yeah, man, it, it's it's time to go home because it, the night seemed like it was just going to get worse and worse, you know? Yeah, you never know what could happen. Maybe a flight or something like that. Yeah, I would have preferred that over this guy possibly following me home and, you know, uh, turning into the cable guy or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, what did he end up doing? Following you or anything? Or no, no. Left no, you alone? No, nah, if he, he, I mean, he went back into the bar, you know, for oh. me. Um, as long as I didn't see the same car following me down the parking lot, I was good because I would have, oh, yeah. to, have to, you know, stomp somebody out just because they was thought they were following you. Yeah, mm-hmm. thought they was they thought they were being friendly, but end up becoming very stalkerish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, very uh psychopath. <laughs> yeah, man, I wish I could relate to going to a bar, man. I'm only seventeen. This shit sucks. Hey, look, uh, it'll it'll happen. Um. It's put it this way, don't don't be in a rush. And I know I sound like a generic. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Adult I, nah, when I, I say don't don't be in a rush to grow up, because literally when I was your age, I was going to clubs. I wasn't I wasn't going to like bars or whatever, but I was going to clubs. I was going to you know grown up settings at sixteen mm-hmm. and seventeen. By the yeah. time I was in my twenties, like my mid twenties, late twenties, you know. None of that stuff amused me. Like when people you already were done all that shit. It, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I got to a point to where I needed to do more. Like I needed to travel. I needed to meet new people. Like, you know, go to paint parties and stuff like that. And if you're not familiar with that, I'll talk to you about that off air. But you know what I'm saying? Something different. Yeah, you can talk to me about that yeah. off air. I love but, to hear about that. <laughs> and yeah. you know, so it's cool. Because, uh, I mean, you never know. I mean, And it also depends on where you're from and what type of, you know, area that you're going to party at. Because, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's say you go to a, a bar and they got a nice setting or whatever. But yeah. you don't know if that's the night where somebody might go in there and trip out or whatever. And you're not prepared for that. Yeah, you Opposed never know. To somebody that. like me who's experienced it enough to, like, you could feel the vibe in the room. Like, ah, hey, let's go. I don't I don't like the way this drunk guy is talking. Security's <laughs> looking at him. He look like he got like 18 dudes with him. Nah, yeah, I'm not going to waste about. my money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I've realized that when, um, since when I was like 12, like 11 to now, I've noticed like changing wise, like maturity, like level, like, and how life changed so much. And I miss back then, like of how much simpler it was back in middle school. Of, like you barely had to do any work in middle school for me, at least. Mm-hmm. Really did anything all you like every summer you didn't have to worry about a job or anything like this. I was like, I kind of miss those old days instead of about to be a senior now. Like, think about it, life goes by very fast. Like, think about it, I'm already a senior, it's like crazy. Okay, so what are your plans uh, for yourself uh, once you graduate? Uh, going to UCLA. Oh, really? Yep, film. Oh. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, yeah, what, I'm still uh, gonna do this. Of, but, yeah. What type of films are you trying to create? Trying to direct like movies, shows. Oh, uh, yeah. Trying to trying to be a director. What what got you into that? Um, actually, uh, when I used to do YouTube, like younger, mm-hmm. I used to like. Well, me and my friends used to do like YouTube as a joke, and I used to like love like filming and everything. I used to like think like I was like this like professional like filmer and it was like actually very fun. I used to I also used to like edit videos on the side as well. Yeah. So I used to film and edit. So I was like I actually like enjoy this. Like I actually like enjoying every moment of it and learning new edits and all this. Cause I would always search up on YouTube and everything how to edit this specifically. Mm-hmm. And Every day, like, I would leave off at a certain point, and then the next day, I'd be so hyped to just, like, finish the project or work more on the project because I just loved it so much, and that's what got my attention. And in high school, I'm taking, like, film classes and all this. So, yeah. Okay. It's crazy. So yeah. what, what program are you using? I'm using PowerDirector for my uh, for my editor. Uh, I use uh, Premiere Pro. Okay. Yeah. Got it for free. 
kind of hacked it <laughs> kind of hacked it to get it for free that's what i do for every adobe um software just hack it for free man like i just search up on youtube how to get adobe premiere pro for free click the link download it and it works like it, i bought it oh shoot i'm gonna I'm have to talk to you about that game in handy for like a lot because if i would like to try if i see a youtube video on one of like the adobe like softwares and i don't know if it's good or not i just search up how to get it for free i download it for free and i may and i see if it's actually like worth it or if it's just absolute ass and then if it's ass i just delete it i go like i never paid any money for it so it's not like i'm not wasting any money okay how long have you been into editing uh three years okay three years, so yeah. you uh have you gotten to the point uh being familiar with it to like you can spot like certain mistakes in videos you've seen or how to tweak something to like if someone's trying to do something and it's kind of off but you like okay you need to do this like are you becoming proficient to that matter so that you could spot like certain mistakes or something that you could uh um i'm slowly picking up on it i'm still like not like the best or professional yet but i'm slowly picking up on like those like little mistakes now like before like i'm noticed got like so much progress done over the three years, like I've grown so much as like an editor or a filmer. I've noticed a little mistakes now, like some, not all the time, but like most of the time, I usually notice like the little like mistakes or like the audio sometimes is not the best in some like scenes or like parts. So, yeah. Okay. Have you uh, worked on any projects that's like out there on YouTube or anything like that? Like yourself, whether you were, you know, um, editing or being like, you know, uh, the director on the project or whatever? Mm, not really, because I was always, uh, like, scared to reach out to people. Okay. And I was I always hated the, like, face of rejection. Okay. And, like, I used to do, like, editing on YouTube and everything, stop that. And now I just, I never really had the chance to, like, do that, because I just always felt scared that people would always reject me and always think my, like, work would be shit. Mm -hmm. so I, I was always just scared to like put it out or do stuff like that and i and i always doubted myself and i always put myself down to saying like oh well, i could never edit for somebody like a youtuber or something like that i would just put myself down so i know that you you mentioned earlier that you you know real anti-social and you recently you know started to you know well, i won't say put yourself out there but start being more social like starting your podcast and you know actually yeah. interacting with people would you say that was due to the the motivational speakers that you've been listening to um yeah because it might sound a little cringy but on tiktok sometimes i see these like motivational lines mm -hmm. quotes and it's always like saying like oh yeah you only got one one life make a count or something like that and i was like and i literally like had a deep thought about that and i was like yeah that's true you only live once so like what am i gonna lose uh, it's not like it's not like you could respawn or get revived or something like that <laughs> like it's not it's not the case so i always go out gone off of that and i was like next day or maybe like this like week i'm gonna be more social I, I set goals in my mind i was like i'm gonna be social the next day i'm gonna talk to maybe one or two people and like become friends with them or be like chill with them mm -hmm. and maybe after like freshman year of like, talking to people came quarantine and that just like affected everything because i didn't talk to anybody during quarantine so then came sophomore year opened up again and started talking to a lot more people and i've gotten like closer to more people than i ever thought i ever could because i never thought i could talk to so many people but now i can because i just i wouldn't say put my mind to it but i just opened up and just talked to people even if they say fuck you i don't want to talk to you i'll just like all right you don't need to talk to me then and i just acted like that and then I've actually done that to somebody like one of this girl did that. And after two months, she wanted to talk to me. I'm like, all right, I'm not talking to you. You, you were <laughs> such an asshole before, but now, now you're not, you want to be all nice and stuff. I'm like, nah. So that's, that's how it became more social now. Okay. Well, uh, you know, the best advice I can give you is, um, People always going to judge a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you can't very. you can't go into that mindset. You know, and everyone moves it 
moves through life at their own speed. So, yeah. you know, you're going to hit your groove and you're going to sit back and you're going to be in a place in your life where you can laugh at that. Like, man, I, I just issues to talk to people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you'll be comfortable enough to share that story without feeling any type of way to how people respond to that. Because when I was younger, because I have a stern demeanor and a real stoic personality, um, people used to always seem uh, assume that I had like an attitude or, you know, I was just like a bully or something. Oh yeah. And don't get me wrong. Um, you know, uh, you know, I used to do security. I used to play football and stuff like that. Oh shit. And, <laughs> you know, I use that, that the anger that I held within me as motivation to be in the position that if I didn't like what you say, then I could throw you through a wall now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, but of course. I, but I never wanted to be a bully. So yeah, like, I learned to let that stuff get over my back and I learned how to roast at the same time. So you say something about me, I'm gonna talk about you till you get mad. And same then if with me. You, you feel like you wanna fight, I know you can't beat me, so it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've been doing. It's like, why am I gonna talk shit about somebody? when i why am i gonna try to be a bully when that's not gonna help me in later in life and that's just gonna make me be hated by almost everybody it's like i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna like joke around with you and like roast you if i want to as like a joke yeah but then did i i don't really mean it like i want to be like chill with it. i don't mean it i just like have fun like roasting people so hey man it's, that's why it's always good to have like uh you know a small group of friends that, that know you and know your sarcasm they know you know how you get down because regardless to you know how you act like yeah. if they if they're true friends and they truly mess with you then you know they'll know if you like you know saying something out of you know spite or something like that but they also yeah. know that you don't mean that something's going on because that's not regular you when you get around somebody brand new you know they're not going to recognize that and they going to look at it as, you know what I'm saying, you got a chip on your shoulder or you just an asshole. Oh, so yeah, if course. someone walks away from you like that, just plainly walks away from you, then that's not mm. your real friend because your friend's going to stick around through yeah, thick then. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, he was tripping. I'll yeah. talk to him tomorrow and we'll have a conversation about that. But I'm not going to fight you and I'm not going to go back and forth with you because you're going through something that you can't talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck fake people, honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no that's doubt, all I got to no say. Doubt, man. Fuck fake people, bro. That's all I got to <laughs> say, man. But look, man, uh, I appreciate you coming on, man, and having this conversation with me. Uh, this is been no problem, bro. And, um, uh, I can't wait for to drop this episode so people can uh, get to know you and your show and everything yeah. that's going on. And yeah. you know, uh, I look forward to seeing your progress at the same time, man. You know, because I yeah. I have I have ideas for content and stuff like that. And you know, you know, a person like you, you know, what I'm saying once you get your uh, director thing going and everything, you know, I love to work with you and hire you in the future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be on uh, this podcast and like share like about my life and story and what I'm doing now and how like I have goals for myself. So, hey doing, man, man, you uh you welcome back anytime. We could definitely hey. uh you know what I'm saying uh, have you back on. We could have a conversation about any and everything. You know, of course, if you ever want to come on mine, just hit me up on uh, Instagram. I'm glad man. to have you on my. All right, we could we could definitely make that happen, man. Uh, so, yeah, of course, uh, let's make it happen. Won't you uh, let the people know where they can find you at? So you can find me on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. It's Ghetto Podcast on all those platforms, and yeah, follow me on there, and also leave me on leave me a review on uh, Apple Podcasts so I know how I'm doing for the feedback and everything. So, okay, yeah. and the social media, uh, Twitter Ghetto Podcast. That's all I got right now. Maybe in the future, I'm going to get an Instagram and maybe a TikTok. I don't know. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. Yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have been your host, the Landover Legend, a.k.a. Big T. And this has been another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. That's I Can't with a K, Make This Up podcast. You can find me everywhere podcasts are available. I'm also on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Please leave a comment. Please like, please share, and don't forget to follow my guests and support them on all their 
adventurous and whatnot. I appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, this has been a very great journey, and I can't wait to see what happens a year from today. But until next time, peace. Later. <laughs> I can't make this up Being the winged man got me punched in the face by this crazy chick I can't make this up Gave this cool old man to ride home Now I'm harboring the fugitive I can't make this up Pin between the fat chick and the speaker Now my shirt smell like her backside I can't make this up It's all bad cause my man about to get stabbed in his hand over french fries And I'ma let the land over legend do the rest. I'm out.